Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books, that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Talk, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never had it so good, Sports Media Network. As always, we want to be on the air to talk about and discuss the things that impact our lives now and in the future. We want to make sure that we're part of the solution, part of the mechanism that allows people to speak their peace and to find a way to encourage our country to move in the right direction. How are you doing this evening, Nate? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? Uh, Nate, I'm, you know, you're normally one of the first people to come on, and it's always good to talk to you, uh, being that we come from different generations. But one of the things that have always um, kind of baffled me, Nate, is why people will allow themselves to be shamed on purpose for the benefit of others. And I was looking at a video today of uh, Jerry Springer where a young man who truly seemed to love a particular young lady, and he found out that neither of his children was his. And he showed a uh, just such emotion 
when he heard it, and his mother was there, and his 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 um the daughter's mother was there, and they showed a lot of great deal of support. But what I came away with was why would anybody put themselves in that position when it would be so easy to go to a doctor or send um, a, a specimen to a lab and de- allow those emotions to be dealt with in private? Why are African Americans or a segment of African Americans so willing to put their emotional baggage on the forefront and show it so openly uh, so that other people can get ratings and make millions of dollars off their off of their misery. <clears throat> well, just speaking for myself, Jane, I think uh, it's, that's just the standard today. The standard or the bar uh, per se has been lowered. You know, it's not just Jerry Springer. It's more as a lot of these reality shows like Black Ink and all that. They get on TV and put necessary stuff out there that should be handled in private. It's just like there's no no standard, no morals, and it's it's like it's become such a norm that that it's accepted. You know, thinking when I was growing up, you didn't see that kind of stuff on TV. You know, you didn't even see you didn't even see a whole lot of African Americans on TV. You know, and now you, we we own TV, but look what they got us doing and everything. You know, it's it's it's, it's almost like a new type of buffoonery now, if you ask me. Um, when it when it comes to that, because I I had a girl in my class and she was saying that Jerry, she was on the Jerry Springer show and it was scripted. So that's why I said to me it's a new type of buffoonery because they want you to put yourself out there to act a fool just to get ratings, and then at the same time look at the crowd. Look how many people that look, look look how diverse the crowd is. Look at the majority of um um the crowd is African American, and they going and they going for that. They are cheering it on, and it's like where um uh, where are we on the mor- on the on the mor- on the morality table here? Is that it's just that the standard has gone down, and but these type of shows are getting high ratings. You know that's 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 what that's what majority of America wants to see. They wants to see people on TV making a fool out of themselves, fighting. You know, they don't want to see nothing uh, inspirational or, or intelligent or anything of that nature. They want to see uh, foolishness. And it's it's just so accepted now that it's, it's not even funny. Um, like my daughter, I call my daughter in North Carolina. She don't stay with me. And I'm saying, oh, she's 11 years old. And I said, what you all doing? She said, I'm going to get her to watch Girls Trip. I automatically told her, no, you take that DVD out. That's not for your age, you know. Mm-mm. And I talked to her mom about it. And that's where, that's where this kind of stuff starts at. It starts at home. We 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 have lost a sense of value of who we are. And not that we lost a sense of value of who we are. We lost a sense of value of our history of what people like Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, all those, all, all those before me, uh, who or my predecessor, or even you, James, and those who are on this on this line who are older than me have fought for. You know, they they y'all didn't fight for us to get on TV and act the fool and show our tales and all that kind of things. So we have lost a sense of our history and everything. And it goes back to the home that we got to start teaching. Say, no, this is not acceptable. We have to go back to the hood. Say, this is not acceptable because not only are you making a fool out of yourself, but you're making a fool out of yourself and making the person who got you on TV more richer. So what is that saying about yourself? 
and everything. You you don't have no kind of uh, um what is what I'm trying to say? You have no type of value for yourself when you're trying to talk to somebody. But what, what, how is that going to hold it? First, they're going to say, well, "I saw you on TV acting fool." You know, mm-hmm. I saw you on TV doing this. I saw you on TV doing that. So we have to ask ourselves if this is even worth it and everything. And, and, major- and here's the thing. A lot of the people that they have on TV, majority of them are young anyway, but I don't see a couple of TV shows that have some people my age group and they have some in the 60s and 70s on there, and they know better. There ain't no excuse for them. They just flat out know better. Thank you, sir. It, it is amazing. Uh, to me, Nate, that when you say it's scripted, and I truly believe that most of it is, that they would go along with this characterization of uh, who African Americans and poor whites are, knowing that it is going a long way to justify some of these stereotypes that exist uh, for economically deprived people and for poor people as well. We cannot afford to be subjected to the stereotypes that are brought forth because of these kinds of shows. And it is sad that we cannot uh, close them down. I mean, it's obvious that these people are making money off of the stereotypic thinking related to African Americans. They assume uh that we are such uh so involved that we can't determine who the father of our children are. That we're so sexually active that that the father of our children can't be selected by one one DNA test or can't be known by the female that is involved. And yet we are subject ourselves to these emotional baggage that is created by what these shows thrive on. They don't want to hear anything positive. They don't want to hear about a father being committed to his girlfriend or his wife who's uh, paying the bills. They want to hear that the father is a deadbeat dad, uh, that he doesn't even know whether Mm -hmm. or not he's the children's father. He don't want to be the children's father. That is what it is that they they want to hear. They're not out there trying to find any successful father who's uh, really wanting to serve uh, as a father. And uh, why would, if I was a father, would I even want to be on this show? If you called me, I know what it is that you want and what you're trying to hear. Uh, so that wouldn't even be something I would cater to. I would just go down to uh, doctors or you know, office or a lawyer's office and uh, do what it takes to find out manner. So obviously these people are doing nothing but wanting to put your trash in the street, especially when it Mm -hmm. comes to dysfunctional families, where you have a young lady who maybe have gotten involved with her sister's um, husband or her sister's boyfriend. That's the kind of stuff you're thriving on, Nate, where anything that would make you look like you have no morals and no values. Exactly. It, it paints a picture that's that's not totally accurate in our communities and everything. I mean, some of that is true, but it's but it's uh, that's also accurate in other communities, as in white communities, Hispanic communities, and everything like that. But it's like these type of shows seem like it's really just sing, 
singling us out and everything, and and it, and it really does. It makes us look bad. You know, I, I saw. I remember some years ago, um, I was dating a girl, and she had a daughter. It was, she was watching Jerry Springer. But the daughter about six, seven years old, and I said, "Why are you watching that show?" It, it, her answer just blew me away. She said, "It's teaching us how to fight," and you know, and that's the key thing right there. It, you know, you got children looking at this because it ain't like these shows come on one or two o'clock in the morning. They coming on in broad daylight. They ain't even not even prime time. They don't. Then you know, it's like the kids are watching this stuff, and it's forcing our, it's forcing parents to talk to the kids about certain things a lot earlier than what we need to be talking. It's making them grow up a lot faster and everything. Because it doesn't matter what show you, what Charlie turn on, every show has it. You got, you got Jerry, you, you, you got Bill, you got um, Maury. It's, it's to the show, it's to the point now that these shows now just go by the first names. And and the thing about it is it always have one of us on there portraying a certain character. That's why I said to me it's, it's a new style of buffoonery because why would you want to go on on that show and and not not just embarrass yourself, but embarrass your mom, your family, embarrass your race and everything like that? Because 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 we have to answer for what people see on TV. If I get on TV and cut the food out and everything like that, y'all have to answer for it, you know. So we need to take we need we need to take responsibility for that. And and this is a hard one to beat for the simple fact that a lot of people. Support these shows. A lot of African Americans support these shows because we live in such a, a a society now that is so drama driven. We like to see drama. We like to see that thing. We 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 like that. Just like uh 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 with these rap battles, how rappers talking about each other, dogging each other out. We they like that to sell albums. It's like we have took that uh, took that and just ran with it, and like it's cool, you know. Like 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 you had swag. Well, I was on Jazz Springer. You know, y'all saw it on TV. It's like it makes them give, give them a certain status that they don't understand. At the end of the day, when you get older, you gonna think about that. You are gonna regret that stuff getting on TV and everything like that. And now again, I'm thinking about the children. When the children gotta go to school, they just say, "I saw your mom on TV. I saw your dad on TV." Did they don't think about stuff like that? Cause they're just thinking about being just being seen and everything. Thinking about the quick money. How much money they paying them, and I don't know how much money they paying them, but if it worth if is it worth your dignity? And you're so right because you have to go home, and there's a community or neighborhood that knows who you are, and what you said on that show. And again, so many of them are willing uh, to say things that show such uh, demeaning and uh, unacceptable behavior toward one another. And a lot of the physical violence that you see is also uh, just uh, them acting out because at one point uh, one of the uh, uh, law enforcement officers suggested that it was it was assault and that they, those people who were on the show that were hitting each other need to be arrested. And as soon as mm-hmm. we saw that, then all of a sudden it, it it was more of a show where you saw a lot of swinging but not a lot of real uh, uh, contact no. and uh, physical yeah. violence. And so then you, again, like you said, it is shown five or clock or so or after seven when uh, young people are sitting there watching it and thinking that there's something of value to the behavior that they're, they're watching. And we have to uh, turn around 
and and recognize that there is uh, a a detriment to our society when those kind of shows are constantly being seen over and over and over again, and that the, that the kids get to the point where they think there's nothing wrong with being out of control, and that's what it's about. Our lives are supposed to be lived in a way that shows that we have respect for one another's uh, privacy or that part of the of ourselves that we're not trying to cross the line, but yet these people are crossing the line at every every minute, and uh, that and that they are not uh, fathers out there like yourself who want to be uh, role models in their children's lives till they're 18, but way beyond that point. And, and, and you're, exact, you're exactly right because this type of thing is going to take a community and everything. What's going to take, what it's going to what's take to stop this is us stop putting ourselves in that position. I remember it was about four or five years ago, it was a show called, I think it was called Sorority System VH1. And they and um they made it in three episodes because they had these sisters from different sororities, um um just act going off on each other like different high, uh, uh, housewives of Atlanta. I mean they were just going off on each other, but it was, I think I think after the third show the show got canceled because a lot of sororities started complaining and said it's portraying a picture of us that is not reality, that's not true, that's not who we are and everything. You know, it, it was sending less that we are educated women. We are not bitches and hoes and all that kind of stuff. And I was so proud of them for taking that show off because I'm like, they're showing women from these sororities who are supposed to be educated and professional women, but not the way they're portrayed. If I tell people, a lot of these reality shows, even though they may be reality shows, but they still scripted. There's a certain script, a certain guideline they got to go to to, uh, to, to, to get ratings and everything. Buffoonery sells ratings. I mean, fight sales ratings. I mean, trying to find out who's the baby daddy sales ratings. Trying to trying to figure out who gonna go with who's sleeping with who sales ratings. It's like I said, the moral fabric in this country has been tearing so apart. We ain't talking about the radio. We talking about here on TV and everything. Then then on top of that, after these shows come, they got a website where you can talk about after hours what's going on behind the scenes and everything like that. The, these shows are so well connected with society and everything. Then you can. Then you can follow these people and everything, and it's like we have to get together. And say enough is enough. I don't. I'm. I'll be 48 on Valentine's Day, and I don't even want watching these shows. Why? What makes you think I want my child watching the show? I don't even want my mom watching the show, but I know she's grown enough where she can handle it. But why is that you try to force these shows? Down my throat. Then, then they have the reunion show when these kind of shows happen and all this kind of stuff. What don't happen to this person, that person? It's like we're following these people for the wrong things, and it has to stop. Because the thing about it is, it's like, 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 like one thing I love, like, like about the military and everything like that. They don't allow that. You can't go on. You can't be in the military and go on this type of show and represent them. There's a lot of repercussions that comes behind that and everything. But since since people have free will, there's no consequences behind it and everything. And just like you said, uh, uh, like a lot of Jerry Springer earlier shows, they were just flat out fist fighting until the police got involved. Then it become more scriptive. Let them let them swing at each other, but get in the way and break it up. And, but people get excited about that. What is what is happening? Somebody dies on one of these shows, or gets seriously hurt. There was a woman some years ago. I think it was a white woman. Uh, it was on um, 
Oh, I forgot. It wasn't Ricky Lake show, but it was another uh, show. She got killed after the show and everything. Because like, cause, cause of foolishness like that, I can't think of her name. And, you know, those kind and of I things think, that, that happens. One of those, right. And I think that one of them had a stalker, but I do remember the one where they would bring people on and for um, say that, uh, you know, I've been loving you all this time and you know, you find out who who loved you, and then it came out to find out that in this small town, this man was loving another yeah, man. Yeah, that's and for when sure. They home, the person who the the man uh, ended up killing the other guy, and see that just yeah. you, you, you don't know how emotionally uh, devastating some of this stuff can be when you're doing this shop uh, TV kind of thing. And then the thing is that no reality TV is reality because as soon as you have the camera on me, I'm going to either act more reserved than I normally do or just uh, act more uh, chaotic. And you're never going to act exactly the same. And the same goes for all these other shows about showing love. Uh, You know, you got The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and you have these people Mm -hmm. on there uh, assuming that you can – fall in love just because you met over a course of a season, not understanding that there's so much more involved in relationships. And then you have these people kissing uh, 40, I, I don't know how many men are involved, maybe 20 or 30 so men, I don't know how many. But that is not the we way know it's more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Finding someone that you care about and uh, making it so superficial. And that it plays into the whole existence of our norms is now that this that love can be made so superficial that you can get it by just going on a TV show. And so, you know, we we've gone to a really bad place. And, and we are, you know, it's so funny because right now I'm watching, um, even though my TV is on mute, I'm watching uh, what a show called Spangooly. They show old horror movies from the fifties and the forties because I'm I'm just old school like that. I like I like a lot of the old shows because because a lot of the shows are innocent. They can tell you a story, you get the image without them actually showing the image. And I like I like for us to go back to that because again, I got children who are watching this stuff. You know anything like that? When I was growing up, you know, um, you saw uh, like shows like I Love Lucy. You know, you saw Lucy and Ricky in two separate beds and everything. These reality shows are not like that no more. They actually um, be filming in the bed, talking to each other, lights turned down, doing they doing stuff like that. It just um, got so far out of hand. And what I don't understand, I remember back in the 80s and the 90s, if you did a certain thing, the SEC will find you. I don't understand how these shows are not even being fined anymore. I don't even understand how, how this stuff is not being the topic for debate has television and has gone too far. I don't know if it's, it's, it's because of the push of, the, of social media is doing this, but times are definitely different, and you do have to monitor. Uh, I have to monitor what my spirit take in, and I'm and I'm a 47 year old combat veteran, so you don't have to monitor what my children take in. So I I, I mean I, I just I just don't understand. Well, you know, ahead, James. we have gotten we have gotten away from slapstick and other things that uh, suggest that we are are not 
you know, we're not going to be portrayed in a certain way. And yet, uh, now, we have people betraying us in certain ways on these uh, reality TV shows and on Jerry Springer that is a lot more detrimental than anything that the slapstick did because the slapstick was restricted uh, to one particular area. Uh, you had that live theater in a certain place. And so you couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, as we became aware of the detriment that slapstick was causing or blackface was causing, uh, then we got rid of it. But certainly uh, Jerry Springer and the like is doing a lot more detriment uh, because it's running a lot longer. There are a lot more shows copying that uh, kind of existence. So how is it that we're not trying to get rid of those kind of shows that portray young African Americans in such a bad light? Um, Andre, we're talking about uh, why there's a certain portion of our population that gravitates toward these shows that show us in such bad light. And yet, if people are willing uh, to allow themselves to be uh, emotionally attacked, uh, uh, emotionally attacked uh, for the ratings of white America. Well, spectacular Saturday to everyone. And, uh, you know, D is just so articulate as far as expressing himself. And he said it very well when he said that we have to be very aware of what spirits, what um, environments are received into our our space, and surely that of our children. And uh, I don't know if I have an answer for this one, James, because I really don't understand it. I don't understand why people would even want to go on those type of shows and participate. Right. But as long as there's a demand for it, they will continue to, to show. You know, shows are canceled because of people not watching. So when people stop watching and people stop participating, um, then they won't have no nothing else to do but to, you know, close it down. But, I, I, you know, I don't understand that because, again, I don't even watch that stuff because that's not really who I am. And, and that type of conversation even is not of interest for me. You know, we always say that we have to respect ourselves before others can respect us. And, you know, we have to, as a community, kind of reach out to uh, each other because it's not just young people that's on shows like that. I mean, uh, young, you know, adults even are on there. And uh, why would you want to belittle yourself like that and put yourself Mm -hmm. out there like that for money? My goodness gracious. You could do something so much valuable. And, you know, you never know when that's going to come back to impact your life because, all of us are on a journey. All of us make mistakes. And, again, you know, a person may be at that space right now, but later on when they have a family and, um, you know, things are pulled up, they may have a very difficult time explaining and sharing some of the language that's used, some of mm-hmm. the, even the appearances that's there and that kind of thing. So, James, I guess, my answer would be, and not to say that it's the answer, would be that we have to make sure that we're not supporting it, not supporting it, and uh, when enough people are not supporting it, it will fail. There you go. But, Audrey, you know, you're you're so right in suggesting uh, that it's hard to understand 
uh, how that kind of stuff survives. And but one of the problems uh, that makes it even more bizarre is I just saw a a article on a college campus where a person had on blackface and went to a party, and that that person was literally ostracized and uh, is going to possibly face expulsion from that school. If we are not allowing people to go around in blackface and act like buffoons, uh, like uh, D, uh, the term D used, and which is a proper term to use, why are we are not looking at uh, shows like Jerry Springer and suggesting that we don't want our young people participating in shows like this that even make us look worse. So, uh, Nate, it is just incredible. Go ahead, Andre. Well, I was going to say that it goes to people. I was going to say it goes to people speaking up and speaking out. If you notice here, um, you know, I think it was uh, it was maybe in Target that they had uh, a card for Father's Day, and it was entitled "Baby, Baby Daddy." See, all that kind of stuff. Don't even Mm -hmm. do that. So it was enough uh, voices to be heard that saying that this is not acceptable. And they end up pulling it and uh, indicated that they apologize that they missed the mark. But we have to make sure that we keep calling them on these same things because when you're going on TV to find out what percentage is this, is this your baby daddy or is this, oh, my gosh. When do we even have some respect? You know, it was the time when we're coming up, and I'll be interested to hear from Nate because I love to hear his perspective on much younger, and we need to have a diverse uh, input, you know, to help us to all understand. Because when I was coming up, stuff like that, you you don't go broadcasting it. That's for sure. You just mm-hmm. <laughs> you try to right. take care of it and handle it, but you surely didn't broadcast it. They wearing it like it's a badge of honor. Well, no, 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 no. We can do better than that. We can hold ourselves up better than and than those type of stereotypes because. They definitely do not reflect who we are. We are kings and queens, and that is not the behavior of kings and queens. Yes. And the the truth be told, Nate, the truth be told, the um, children and families will pay for your, um, for to find out the identity of the child, and they will pay, even if the man doesn't have the money, uh, for the DNA test, they will pay for it. And if he's not the father, then he's not charged. But if he is, then he right. is charged. So you can't even use uh, finance as a reason for going on the show and say, okay, well, I can't afford uh, to do the DNA test, so Jerry is doing the DNA test for me. Uh, it is not that expensive. And, again, children and fam- uh Children and uh, families, if I can uh, uh, get it right, maybe, uh, will do it free. So you can't use that as an excuse, Nate. They are purposely going on these shows and trying to get it to be as a dynamic, I mean, uh, uh, as possible, so that the ratings will go up. And you're absolutely right. And um, the young lady I was telling you about earlier that was in my class who was on Jerry Springer, she went on that show with her best friend, 
and they gave them a script for them to fight each other. They wanted them to fight each other as well and try to get them to tear their clothes off. So half these people going on these shows don't even really think they even know each other. They're just going by a script. And at the end of the day, what is it solving? What are you saying about yourself when you're going on that show? You have dropped your standards that bad? Because I know they ain't paying you that much money to go on there and cut that food like that. Then on top of that, let's say the people that's going on the show are real. Now, you got your mom on the show, and you know you got your sister, and now you got your family, but you got your family name on the show, your heritage. Now, your whole town is looking at you. You know, with with the, with the, with this foolishness, how can you go back the way you came from with your hair held up high and everything like that? And just allowed you. I said they wear this stuff with a badge of uh, of honor. There's no honor in that. But the thing about it is, is, is if we're not condemning that, then then it's not it's gonna keep on going. You know, that's the thing we gotta do. We gotta condemn that and condemn that. And that's not acceptable. If y'all wanna have them shows, then y'all put y'all people on it. And we gotta say no. Enough is enough. But as long as that we keep going on those shows, and not just that we keep going on them shows, if we keep support these shows and everything like that, because ain't white folks to support them shows. It's a lot of us supporting those, supporting these shows and everything, watching it. And add into it, put it on Facebook and all and social, uh, put it on all different types of social media outlet, write and laugh out loud like it's funny, but it's not funny. It's an embarrassment because the rest of us are being judged of what what they're doing and everything like that. And we have to sit, sit here and say, okay, listen, this this is not acceptable no more and everything like that. The only way they're gonna listen is is same thing with all the other conversations that we have is hit them in the pocket. Hit them in the pocket because once they start losing their sponsors and all that kind of stuff, then that's when change comes. But until we say enough is enough, it's going to keep on going and everything. Then what bothers me is bad enough that the young people do it. But like she was like Andrea said, when you got full fledged adults going on the show and people my age group and older going on these shows, carrying on like that. That's that's when I really draw the line there because it's like, who do we turn to now to help us to get out of this fix and everything like that? Because this is the new style of buffoonery right here and it and it's and it's been and it's been accepted for way too long again like i said we got kids watching this thing and everything like that why kids why kids gotta be here in a turn baby daddy and all this kind of stuff why we have to explain that kind of stuff why they gotta why, why i gotta explain to my child what a dna test is why i gotta explain to my child why she running off the stage crying because she don't know who her baby daddy is and everything like that and why every time that comes up it's always somebody's black you rarely see them white that do it. They'll, they'll, they'll throw, and when they all white, guess what? They, they trailer trash. They, 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 ain't, they, ain't, they ain't nobody with no money. They ain't nobody that's educated. They always portray them a certain type of way, and it's been long. Business as usual should be no longer accepted. Thank you, sir. And, Andre, that's uh, part of what I'm complaining about is the fact that you have these shows displaying us in such despicable fashion and that we wouldn't even tolerate, uh, again, as uh, shows uh, in the 60s uh, and the um, and the 40s that showed blackface and those kind of things. And we uh, got to the point that we no longer felt those things uh, should be on TV. But yet uh, Jerry Springer is not on our radar to get rid of. These college campuses are fighting for our moral values and to get rid of stereotypes, but yet we still have some of these stereotypes on our television shows. 
Well, it's all about ratings, though, James. You have to remember yep. that. Yes, it does. And, and again, obviously people are supporting them. And it's not just the people that's not us that's supporting. So um, you, you're exactly right. We have to raise the flag. We have to uh, take actions and, and require uh, legislations and rules and regulations. And someone mentioned, you're right, the FCC uh, should have uh, boundaries and stuff. But, uh, wow, it is so far gone. But we have to make sure that we're not supporting that. And if we do find people that even interest us, Ask, you know, ask them to help them under, help to understand what is it that you get from, um, you know, watching that or supporting that show. Why, why, why do you like that? You know, what is it about mm-hmm. that that's interesting to you? Because it's surely not building people up. There's so many other stations that we can be watching and what we need to be mindful of and, you know, being engaged in our community instead of something like this. And especially if you're saying that, they're directed and scripted, and I surely um, understand how that is because you're right. They want to have more ratings. So are we at a stage in our society and culture in which we want to see, you know, violence and, and degrading and ugliness, and, and we think that's entertainment? We have to, again, go back. You, we talked about it the other day. We have to go back and define what is true entertainment and what are we willing to accept. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl, when we we know where this derived from, now all of us are aware that the Donahue show and the Oprah show, these were shows that brought you some kind of honest entertainment about stories that were needed to be heard. They were either good stories or they were stories that we needed to hear uh, so that we uh, know that uh, there was something out there we needed to to, to get some answers from. Uh, but Donahue and Oprah never uh, stooped uh, to uh, degrade uh, their their uh, guests in the fashion that these people are doing. And these people started these kind of shows because they couldn't compete with the Oprah and Donahue show. So why are we, uh, you know, why are we allowing these to be the norm versus the Donahue and Oprah show? Good evening, and how is everyone doing this evening? Just like was mentioned, it's ratings. Um, you know, we get Nielsen ratings in the mail, and a lot of times people fail to fill them out. Um, when you do participate in them, you usually get them back again year after year. Um, and I know when I watched TV, I did um, the Nielsen ratings um, when they mailed it out to me. But um, just like was said again, you know, we have to ask people, what is it about these shows that is drawing your attention? And I find it it's more of the drama. The more drama mm-hmm. that is, the more people are drawn to it. You know, um, you don't find wholesome, um, honest um, shows about everyday life that we could talk about. It has to be some type of drama going on, and it's that it's being fed upon, and people are being more attracted to it. So 
for those who are not, their voices need to be heard as far as being among those ratings because you're going to only, the show stays on when the ratings are high because, you know, when we see a show it's canceled, we know that the ratings went down mm-hmm. or not making the um, network the money that's bringing in the money that they would like to have. So that means for us, whoever us is that want those shows, you know, not to be aired, we have to do something about it. We can't just talk about it. We have to be among those that is filling out the ratings, and our voices have to be heard. We have to be counted for. We can't just sit back and say, oh, we just don't like it. We have to take the necessary steps to be among those because those that are into these um, shows, their ratings are being heard. They fill in the boxes. They checking them off. But the ones who don't, don't just sit down and talk about it. Find out what you have to do for your voice and your opinion to be heard. Well, one of the things I'm going to ask you, Dee, and I'd like everybody to to put their two cents in, why is it that the Roseanne Barr show was so easily shut down based on one Twitter account, but yet this thing is even a lot more demeaning and a lot more uh, detrimental to our society uh, is running for years and years and years. And like um, like Nate said, it's being imitated. It's not just the Jerry Springer show, uh, Maury show, uh, then there's spinoffs. And uh, so a lot of these things are being recreated and shown over and over again. Uh, and yet they, uh, you know, here you got the Roseanne Barr, as soon as she makes one foul joke, uh, it's a it's a wrap. Uh, so why are these other things seem seemingly not getting on the radar, uh, Nate? Oh, well, that's because every somebody made an issue out of it. That's 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 the the same thing uh, uh, everybody's been saying. You know that 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 was made an issue out of. Somebody said something about it right then, and we ain't saying nothing about Jerry Springer on uh, the show. It's it not enough of us saying anything, you know. And Roseanne Barr has a history of saying things um, that was outlandish and everything. It was Paul already written in her contract that if you get out of line or say anything out of, out of the way, your show is over with. So she she has a history of that. And soon when she says something like that, or or any type of celebrity does something like that, we're outraged. We make a big stank out of that. But going back to uh, uh, on what was said before, we are a drama-driven nation. That's a form of entertainment. We'd like to see that. You know, some people like to see that. That's no different than some people want to see wrestling or UFC and everything like that because that stuff is acceptable. Now they want to have bare-knuckle fighting now. They're trying to legalize that because this is what's been called acceptable. And, and, and it's so jacked up because, but like you said, why come um, – because we have two different two different standards. While Roseanne Barr was a certain standard that we didn't allow, but at the same time, we allow ourselves to be undermined and demeaned and everything like that. Why is that acceptable and everything? And because not enough of us is saying anything about it. We just going along with it and everything. And the ratings, 
at the end of the day, no matter what we say, how we say it, it's all about them ratings. If the ratings are high, it's going to stay on the air. If the ratings are not high, it's not going to stay on the air. And so we got to do our part to bring the ratings down and complain and, and go back to what we once call a proud standard. It's not a proud standard no more because, because at the end of the day, we are sitting back here and just looking at it. And it's on TV all day long. You ain't even got to have cable to see. It's on TV. It's on social media. It's on YouTube. You, it's, it's everywhere. People had the job. We had the job talking about it. It's every single where, and it's, it's like an epidemic, and we allow it to be an epidemic. The same way we allow it to be an epidemic, we can we, we can shut it off too. But the question is, are we willing to do the necessary things to shut it off and everything like that? So you got to ask ourselves this one question: question is. Why are we and willing Andre, to put up with it? Right. And, Andre, why are we not sending letters and messages to these sponsors who are the ones who are paying money to have their uh, product advertised uh, during this time? Let me go. I just saw Regina on. Regina, why are we allowing ourselves to be uh, portrayed in, in this fashion with such detriment uh, to us, these Jerry Springer shows, these Maury Petrovic shows uh, that suggest that we don't have any ability to restrain ourselves. And why are these young people thinking it's okay uh, to, to to go out and put their business in the street for this little or nothing money? Hi. Happy Father's Day weekend. Um, happy Mentor Weekend, just happy weekend. I, you know, James, I know y'all was about to say, Regina never knows anything. She's always, I don't know. But a lot of things that are happening de- these days are just bum- fumbling me, if that's even a word. I cannot understand so much of what's going on, why it's being allowed. And and I guess it, it, it's curious to me, and it doesn't make me angry, but but I'm just curious and, and just trying to figure out how I can, can do something to make it better. Because I don't know how to change the mindset of these folks who are doing these foolish things. How do I change the mindset of a woman who has enough nerve to go on television and say um, her baby daddy could be one of three or four or five different men or, um, you know, a man who's going to go on there and admit that, that he's having sex with the mom or the sister and the girlfriend, with the mom and two sisters. What type of mentality? I can't even. How can you rationalize with that type of mentality? So I don't know. I I I just don't know. Let me ask you something, Jane. If we were back in the sixties, when when Martin Luther King and and um you know that whole group was really active in the movement. Do you think we would have these types of shenanigans going on? 
certainly not. I mean, that, and that's part of and one of the things that I want to talk about is like, Andre, you and I um, have older children uh, than most people our age, uh, but I would uh, literally want to break my daughter's neck if she called and told me, oh, I'm going on the Jerry Springer show. So not only do mm-hmm. children seem to be willing uh, to do these things, their adult parents or their grandparents are not saying, oh, no, you're not going to uh, embarrass me or our family. <laughs> right. So uh, it is it. obvious that, they're, that that not only do they don't care, seemingly their, their parents and their grandparents and uncles and aunts don't care. That or either they're not te- that or either they're not telling them uh, because you know children are uh, I think they probably have to be a certain age before they go on there and uh, that means they don't necessarily have to tell them but you know a, a, a thing that I thought about why um, everyone was talking was I think the difference is it's because of the fact that we became numb to it we did yep, not pick it up at the time that it happened. You're exactly right when Roseanne issued, it was immediately addressed. But because it has gone over the years, as you say, James, it's our fault. We didn't speak up at the time. And because we didn't speak up at the time, we became numb to it. And so in essence, you know, in essence, you almost think, oh, yeah, that is kind of different. And, you know, you have to give it a second thought that it is if indeed you're not on top of it. But when we don't address things, it's just like anything else. If you give someone that's trying to take advantage of you an inch, by sure, because you let them take that inch, they're going to end up taking a mile on you because of the fact that you allowed them to. And that's where we are. We are at this point because of the fact that we become numb and we didn't speak up at the first occasion of it. It's just like uh, any issue that we're uh, faced with, if indeed we don't address it, it becomes more and more intense. And I understand wow. you saying that, but the thing, the thing that I, I guess it gets me is, is that we have this Me Too movement where women are suggesting that they're going to be respected and they're going to be treated fairly or they're going to be consequences. And we have this college movement where you can anytime that uh, a group gets caught using um, uh, racial stereotypes or betraying African Americans in blackface, uh, there's going to be a price to pay, and those things are detrimental to women and detrimental to races of people. But uh, Regina, I'm just trying to figure out why is Maury and Jerry Springer allowed to use these stereotypes of uh, just sex, uh, uncontrolled sexual activity uh, amongst the poor and African Americans and have a show that depicts them in this fashion that is not taken off the air. Because it is making money. Yep. It is making money and um the, the premise behind the show where where folk are believing that the show is helping these women to find out who, you know, the truth behind whatever the matter is, um, the, the lie 
that these shows are built upon. You all hear me talking very often about the the store here in Columbia called the Obama store. Uh, An incident occurred, and I was addressing the incident, and somebody said, well, maybe these people are just really proud that um, we had a black president. The lie they tell, one, these folks don't vote. They're not U.S. citizens. They could care less playing upon the lie that they are honoring our president while selling gut rot liquor, selling bottom-of-the-line food products, and just last Saturday took a man's money. He had dressed it, and as he was walking out the door, they shot him in the back. But folks were led to believe that this store with Obama's name on it and his face was in honor of our president when the people who own the store are not honoring. So these are lies that folk are are feeding into. Mari is going to help these people. Um, And you know what, too, James? The people on Mari, I, I can't, I can't say that all of them, but somebody on Mari believes that this stuff does not surprise us. They don't believe that I'm embarrassed by it. Somebody on Mari thinks that this is commonplace in my life, and so it's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not commonplace. I don't deal with people like that. Heck, if you don't know who your baby daddy is, you'd better uh, go somewhere and quietly find out and then address it. Don't let anybody know know you're that promiscuous. Yeah, it is. uh, These are lies. It is just amazing. Cheryl, it is just amazing that we are not moving forward. Recognizing, let me go on record, my daughter was born. And when I was the age of 15, so I got involved as a, a underage teen in sexual activity. But one of the things that I pride myself on is that, you know, I really tried to be the kind of person that my daughter could respect and that I didn't want that to be a continuous uh, picture of for her, she's in her 40s, and she's never had a child, and she's waiting to get married. And I'm just saying to you, we are supposed to uh, do things that help our our race and our country move forward and not to stay back in a place where the, our morals and values and, uh, are just uh, deteriorating. And so, Nate, it seems to me that we're just not being honest about where we are when these people can get on these shows and behave this way without consequences. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about it is they haven't been any consequences and everything like that. I mean, I'm 47 years old, been in, been in, been in combat. If I go on a show like that and I came back home, there's not enough Army training in the world to help me defeat my mom because she's going to go upside my head. And, and, and where <laughs> should she? Because, because I don't embarrass her. I don't embarrass everybody in the family. I don't embarrass our name and everything. And uh-huh. that's just it. 
there's no consequence. We are not we're not setting consequences and everything like that. It, it, even though it's not, it has to be on a national level, but we can set consequences in the community on the community level and everything like that. But the thing about it is, we we lay like in the street when it comes to men. You know, we're like, hey, dude, I saw you on TV last night. I, I saw you, man. You did that thing like that. It's just like we praise buffoonery. You know, and, and instead of setting it to the side, because we have lost a sense of our value and a sense of our history and everything like that. That's why I think it's so important for us to reiterate our history of what we have been through, because because we live in, we live in a, in, a, in a society now that people have a sense of entitlement, but black people ain't always had these entitlements. We've forgotten that. I never had rocks thrown at me in this country because I wanted to vote, but my predecessors have. You know, I, 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 I never had got whooped by the police because I wanted my civil rights. But my predecessors have, and we gotten away from that. And everything because I was taught that I'm not going to embarrass my mama, my dad, and my grandma. James, I'm not going to embarrass you or any other person on this show or even this show um, getting going on TV uh, and doing something like that because I have a sense of pride and I understand what my people have been through. That's what's going to um, get, get us back to that. But they won't show that stuff on TV every day. They won't show our history on TV every day. They won't show the lynching. They won't show stuff like Emmett Till on TV every day. Because you, you did that, I guarantee you the moral fabric will straighten up. Thank you, sir. Uh, and Cheryl, you you aware of that we've talked about uh, our responsibility uh, to our parents and to our communities uh, to act like we uh, know where we've come from, and yet we are allowing uh, Jerry Springer and more uh, the Maury Show and these others to betray us as an inability to control ourselves. Yeah, um, it's it's becoming to be. I mean, it's a performance, and and just like Nate was saying, you know, uh, I mean, I have been nuts at all, and I don't think mine would. But if I look, if I saw them on TV, I don't even think that they would want to even come around. But reason that they know that they will be in big trouble. Just like you say, it's an embarrassment. I mean, this is this is a form of entertainment, but it's such a negative, so negative, toxic. That's what it is. And, I mean, this is not no way to get your stardom or your big thought or your fame or whatever, it may, whatever you think it may be. We're not going to add this out. On TV in this manner at all I mean there's Counseling available there's a lot of Things that's available for whatever the need That you feel like you need To air something out We can do private counseling I, mm. I won't um, Deny you of help that You may need or if you Need, need to talk to somebody But you're not going to talk to millions And millions of people and find yourself on TV. That just, you know, that just won't work with me. I'm like Nate Mama. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh Lord. It, 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 it would, it would take, it would take a whole lot of people to get me off of you if this even much happens. And I mean, it's sad. It's sad that we have, that we've turned to this. 
that we yeah. feed on this. And, you know, and that was one of my reasons when um, years ago when I had the TV in my bedroom. I called my daughter and I said, get this TV out of here. I said, get rid of it. She said, what you want me to do with it? I said, put it on Craigslist for free. The first person that come here and get it, give it to them. Because it just, it can consume you. It can draw you in. And it can bring you to a place where you don't want to go and you find yourself being addicted to these things. That, that I just, uh-uh. No, no, no. Uh-uh. And I think that, you know, we have to do better as far as what we instill in our children. And just like you said, James, you know, the job that you have done as far as with the help of your parents for your daughter. And I mean, being respectful, having a job, you know, all of these other things. And not only that, the rest of everybody who talked about, you know, their children and where they brought them from and how, you know, I think as Joyce said, talk about her grandchildren, you know, and um, so many, these things can be instilled. Well, we won't have to break your leg and your own if you get on TV like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hmm. Yeah, Andre, it is just, and again, when when I say that, you know, we got uh, young, our children are a little older than other people's children, but we we were um, we were told we needed to go forth and make a way for ourselves and uh, continue to bring uh, a positive light on who, where we are, where we were from, and what we were trying to accomplish. Uh, but yet this segment seems to want to get us uh, stuck in a quagmire where these stereotypes are are given uh, some truth. Well, it goes back again to the, the lack of pride uh, that we have in our history mm-hmm. and in our families. Uh, it's just the respect that we have associated with our family name that you, you honor and you won't honor brought into your family. And as a matter of fact, when we became parents, our expectation was that we set the pace of our children doing better than us. We want our children to do better than us. We want their children to do better than them. And so uh, that's just part of what the expectations and the requirements are. And for whatever reason, we have moved away from that in so many cases, and we're not holding our families uh, members uh, responsible and accountable. Uh, When we start, again, letting certain things go, uh, because some of our parents, um, felt that it was important to be uh, friends with children. Well, my parents, that thought never did cross our mind that my parents was my friends. My parents are my parents. That's, I have friends. Mm-hmm. I have friends, but that, they are not the one in the same. And, you know, when we start seeing other cultures um, finding that it's okay to go out, you know, and, and party with your parents, you, you don't do that. How, how does that look? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was because uh, my parents were so much older than, uh, you know, when raising us. We, uh, my brother and I, the youngest of the family, I mean, our parents was older when we were born. So, but still, I don't. I mean, that didn't even happen. My parents didn't go out with even my older brothers and sisters. But it, those lines started to get fuzzy there. And when those 
lines start to get fuzzy, that's when you can't hold a, a person accountable. When you you looking at the same guy in the, in the nightclub and, you know, you're going to be attracted to him or I'm going to be attracted to him. Are you kidding? It, that's a problem. Yeah, and, and Nate, we you know, when you're trying to raise your adult children and just like you said, the child is away from you, and they're watching things that they shouldn't be watching, it is just amazing that there are people who don't recognize. You can have people in the same age group that see things totally different and don't recognize uh, uh, that there need to be things need to be done differently. I can remember when I went to pick my daughter up at the daycare one time, and I told her mother, she better not ever let my child wear some of that stuff. You can see these children sometimes are wearing things that are just uh, provocative at an infant's age or a two-year-old age. And you wonder, why would they let their child wear stuff like that? And when you start at an early age allowing kids to do things uh, that may change them long-term, like I would never uh, let my child put an earring in their ear, a boy, uh, as an infant or as a, a two- or three-year-old, or let him do stuff with his head that's, you know, a trendy kind of thing. But you have people who subject their children to stuff that they shouldn't at an early age, putting them in that, that worldly mindset. Hey, you're absolutely right. Um, I I had a, uh, a young lady uh, who was calling herself like me about, about a year or two ago, and she had a daughter and had a daughter wearing a two-piece bathing suit. The girl was like seven, eight years old, and she didn't see anything wrong with it. And I'm like, you got to understand something. Men going to look at that totally different than how you're looking at it. And for the simple fact how you're looking at it that way really bothers me because at the end of the day, you don't want you don't want men looking at your child like that. You got to protect your child when the child can't protect. So that's just like a fo- that's just like a football coach has to protect the player against himself when he's injured. And again, it's 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 this generation they don't see the the wrong or or the more how how the more the morality is and everything like that. It's a, the moral. The more it, 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 the more just 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 drop down because because the things that when I was a kid I remember one time my mom had wore some shorts and my dad said oh you know I mean did you wear shorts she said mm, no no go back in the house and put that on no change I didn't understand it and everything like that I just thought my dad was just being mean but I understood you know certain things were acceptable and everything like that but. But this is what happens now when you got children having children. You know, this is what happens uh, when you got mom going with the daughter to the club. You know, the, the, like, 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 like we said, the, the, the lines of balance don't got unbalanced here. You know, there, there's, there's no, there, there's, there's no fabric. The fabric just done being ripped and everything. Just like you. Just like I don't say uh, uh, her stories of grandma at the club shaking it harder than the daughter. I, I've, I've seen these things. I've seen it at Universal Studios where I worked there. I've seen a girl wearing something so tight, so short. I said, why are you wearing that? You know, back of my mind. And I looked at her mama and her aunts was wearing the exact same thing. So when the example of doing it, you can't blame the child for doing it. 
And that's the, that's, that's what at the end of the day, what kind of example are we setting? We're we're setting bad examples, and it's okay and everything. You want to know why these TV shows didn't watch? Because mom and daddy watching these TV shows and everything like that, and say it's okay. So that's why a lot of this stuff is out of balance because the adults doing it. You know, we setting the precedent for the uh, precedent for things in the house. In this household here, where I'm at, it's just me and my son. I have certain rules and certain guidelines that I have, and I tell him, I say, son, much as I love him, if you can't follow him, you cannot stay here. There's certain TV shows I do not watch. Anything that's degrading to my people, I would not watch. But if something inspirational and admiring our people, I'm going to encourage. But if it's something that's degrading us, I will not watch it. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is so interesting to me. And as we talk about it, you know, I'm retired now, so I'm able to see more things on television. But I still monitor what I'm watching. I'm watching The View. Uh, that's telling me about what's going on. I'm watching Good Morning America. I'm watching CNN. I want to be knowledgeable, and I'm seeking knowledge. And I, I have never, I cannot tell you that I have not watched clips of uh, Jerry Springer or uh, Maury, but I'm saying to you, I have never watched one of those shows in its entirety. Uh, you know, you change the channel and you get on it and you look at it and you wonder why in the world. But it's the same thing with our music, Andre. I don't I cannot imagine purchasing a video or a soundtrack that degrades women and call them all kind of names. I can't understand how those kind of uh material are able to be go platinum talking about the mothers of our children. And so it is bizarre to me that we don't raise all kind of sayings when these young men degrade our women in this fashion. Well, again, a lot of times the parents may not necessarily know the music that the, the child is And um, so, uh, again, that promotes it. They go out and, and uh, support it. And then with the adults, uh, again, I don't know. It's just a lack of respect, and again, it's not uh, honoring our heritage of queens and kings. And you know, we have to hold each other accountable. You know, how many of your friends, you know, uh, listen to those types of, of songs and stuff? And I know I don't have nobody in my circle that listens to that because we know it's junk. That's junk, and that's not who we are. And all, uh, but we have to start making sure that um, you know, again, if People are not being supported. If if the if the you know the songwriters and the song singers and all that are not making money, then they will go to another um, arena in order to promote something differently. But as soon, as long as they're being promoted and people want to watch it and listen to it, they're going to keep doing it. Unfortunately, because they don't necessarily value the the people more important than the money. And, Regina, as we try to move forward politically and uh, gain strength and put people in the right places, we're still going to lag behind when we have a portion of our society that's willing to sacrifice our race. Well, 
things. I just I just don't know. I I I've just got to believe. I've just got to believe that there are more intelligent people than there are ignorant people. I've got to believe that our voices speaking out will cover a multitude of ignorance. I just made that up. I don't even know if that makes sense. But (laughs) I've just got to keep believing it. That's why I keep talking. That's why I keep trying. I mean, y'all, we just got to keep doing it. Some of you may have seen my Facebook page from yesterday where we went into a low-income apartment complex, which is a part of the community that I'm president of. And these young men wanted to do what we did yesterday, and I was just a support system. So that means there are people out here who want to do better. And we've just got to keep speaking, inspiring, and supporting so that it's like you have a, a, a glass of ink and you just keep pouring water. And eventually, you pour enough clean water in, it will dissolve all of that ink, and that ink will become clear too. we got to just keep doing it. That, that's all I can think. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and give everyone an opportunity to have their final word.
I am this woman. I am this woman that has set the expectations of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman that does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintained her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth. Igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. Great uh, conversation. Um, you know, I say that um, within our conversation, uh, we talking about how our voices could be heard. And another thing, too, we talked about how this generation got is getting to where it is. But, you know, a lot of parents live their life through their children, wishing that this was them, and that that's how they live in their life. But, you know, as I always say, whatever we do, we can always do more. Um, Regina, your final thought this evening? Just as Cheryl says, whatever we're doing, it is evident that we have to continue to do more. Hi, Audrey, your final thoughts? Yeah, um, I agree with everyone and just making sure that it's so important that we talk to each other, that... uh, we share our history of where we've come from and why we value it so much, those that have gone before us. And 
how important it is for uh, those to follow us, um, you know, to come behind us to make sure that they carry on that legacy and why it means so much to us. You know, it is so important that we continue to be a voice uh, in the wilderness as we look to have our voices heard and help people to understand that there are a lot of different people uh, uh, that we can be um, be uh, to the to the left and want change, but to be conservative at the same time. And right now, there are things that are going on in our society that need to be addressed. Uh, that need there's some concerns that we have related to the fact. Uh, that our society has gotten too loose and too, uh, it is too easy uh, to have some of the kinds of things that are on our shows. And so we need to recognize that and fight against it. So I look forward to us being here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time so that we can have a voice uh, that goes beyond just a couple of streets. It is time for us to be heard loud and clear without interruption. Father, help your children and don't let them fall. the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place in their hearts Jesus is love And I know He loves forever in my heart. We've got to walk on, walk on through. Temptation for his love and his wisdom will be our open hand. I know the truth and his word will be our salvation. Lift up our hearts to be thankful. Yeah. Hey. 